0: Good morning, everybody. I am Glenn the Geek in Ocala, Florida.
2: And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. And you're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It's March 31st, episode 2651, brought to you today by State Line Tech. Good morning, horse people. It's Wednesday morning. That means Jamie and Glenn are back to talk horses with all of you.
0: Well, let's be honest Jamie talks horses. Glenn is just here to hassle Jamie. Enjoy the show. Well, good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us this morning. I have an EHB1 update to start today, and it's good news for a change. The FEI has published the return to competition measures. And uh, which allows competitions to begin again on April the 12th, following a six-week shutdown in Europe. And that's good news for everybody that needs to get in some qualifiers for the Olympics. Uh, and the measures also include a series of temporary provisions that include, you know, uh, pre-prep venue instructions, the athletes have to do pre-event preparations, there's examinations on arrival. I don't know. Do they think, you think they just have them do their temperature check with the little gun like they do at Disney World? (laughs) Um, They have to do all kinds of precautions at the events and keep stalls separate, you know, just all kinds of stuff. It's a lot like COVID, actually. Um, And they're going to do that until the end of May and see where it is. If there's one case, then it kind of throws things in and uproar again but uh they've their veterinarians did a whole press conference and it it just reminded me so much of covid in so many ways but it's it is starting up again on april the 12th so that's the good news out of ehv1
2: yeah but there's also good news for the fei i saw that starting july 1st 2021 all horses competing in fei regulation events must have their whiskers
0: that's right that's right that amazing that starts in june right Coming
2: up. Yeah, July yeah. 1st, actually. July the 1st. new rule bans the shaving of the sensory hairs on the muzzle, eyes, and outer ears. Now, I have had some horses with some pretty wicked ear hair, like <laughs> old man ear hair. Do you get to at least block the ears so they're like straight, or do you have to let the freak flag fly?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Gotcha. You're not allowed to shave them off, but it does, does it say you can't trim them back? I don't know.
2: I, I don't guess. know. I don't know. I mean, shaving the inside of a horse's ear is pretty stupid, but, you know, at least cutting off the ginormous <laughs> old man hairs. I don't know how that's going to work, but they're hair. saying the shaving of sensory hairs for veterinary reasons is exempt. Um, but if they've been clipped or shaven in any other way removed, unless individual sensory hairs have been removed by a veterinarian to prevent pain or discomfort.
0: So Hmm. I guess where they do that, if they have a cut and they have to do stitches or, you know, something like Mm -hmm. that, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Crazy. Yay! And now if we could stop docking tails, especially in the draft horses. I would and
2: so band whips. We've got a long way to go. There's a <laughs> lot of things that we are bothered by, but um, yeah, you know. <laughs> We're getting there one step at a time. One step at a time. Done today's show, our
0: old friend Frankie, Frankie Lovato is going to stop by. I'm so excited about that. Uh, of course, he is the man with the Equisizer and uh, was a jockey for a long time. He used to come on our show all, all the time, and he's going to come back today and kind of get us caught up of where he's that and where life is and how the is doing. And then we have Dr. Shava from Haggard's going to come on and talk about heaves. We had an auditor asking about heaves, and uh, we dug up an interview with uh, Dr. Shava that we had done before. So we'll talk about heaves. Been a long time since we addressed that subject. We have some weird news and some study show all on today's show. Also, hang around, auditors, for the post-show. I have a I found this article, that, or actually something in Reddit, a thread in Reddit that I thought was really funny. It's, if brands were brutally honest, what brand would have what slogan? So they're slogans that the brand should have, and they're hilarious. So Do you know what,
2: too? That. like um, You said study show. I have now come up with something else <clears throat> that is similar to study show. We won't do it today, but I just want you to know that now, if you Google study show, you'll get a ridiculous amount of Stupid studies that COVID, come up. mostly
0: COVID. I try to avoid those.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. But also now I have learned if you Google experts say,
0: oh geez, oh
2: my <laughs> god, it's amazing. I'll do that. You know what? I'm going to challenge you with that one next week. What All do right. experts say? experts
0: say? I'll try that one. That'd be fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do it. I'm oh, going to do it. You. It's my turn. Okay, <laughs> you're going to
0: do it. That's fine. That's great. Sounds good. I like that one. All right, let's see some daily winnies. We have some birthdays. Happy
1: birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy
0: birthday to you. (laughs) We have some auditors with birthdays. Paula Hansford, Sarah Gross, Nikki Porter, and one of the regular contributors to our show, Dr. Seaman's birthday is today, too. So happy birthday to all of them.
2: I have a exciting news. I'm going to put this out there to the to the world to send us positive vibes, but one of the horses, Oki Heater, that's been here for training, is getting pre-purchased today by a lovely lady named Cindy who is going to use him for dressage, and she lives in Florida. So the horse and hot horses are getting so popular that they're traveling. Another one is traveling to Florida, potentially, if he passes the – extremely rigorous veterinary inspection that will be going on today so because it is going to be so extremely rigorous i thought i'd put it out there for good vibes he's gonna pass it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine
0: i guess it's so it's i i think horses are are a commodity now too with them all getting adopted during covid a lot of covid horses out there you can't find Campers, you can't find... Apparently, carriage companies are going crazy. They can't keep up. It's just nuts.
2: I'm um, also... the other adoptable horse, horses. Look at that. Yeah, exactly. The other horse that is here that was adopted was adopted by a family for a 12-year-old girl. And uh, I have to get this off my chest because I'm a little upset. The trainer now is going to not be the trainer. Uh told them how dare they purchase a thoroughbred for their 12-year-old girl and that is a very irresponsible thing to do because thoroughbreds are crazy. And I'm like I understand. Like racism, sexism, all of that came into play at the same time when I heard the things that this person said about the lovely thoroughbred. And this is the most calm, well-traveled, well-mannered thoroughbred in the world. And they were, uh, apparently, she didn't text me all of the things, but it was extensively really blasphemous about And let me guess, the
0: trainer had a horse that she should buy from the trainer.
2: Oh, my God. How did you know?
0: Oh, I know. I, I'm, I'm this is
2: the yeah. one thing. I'm clairvoyant. Be- That's why I became a client. <laughs> uh, uh, she became a client of mine because that she sent me a video. My trainer's got this horse for my daughter. And uh, what do you think? And then five seconds in, I'm like, no, that horse is lame. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> probably fifty
0: thousand dollars too.
2: So, the drama will ensue next week when because they've already adopted the horse. Um, where I've got them another trainer locally that they can go to, but the current trainer is going to be coming out here next Wednesday to meet, said Thoroughbred. And uh, yeah, it's going to be really fun, uh, you guys. So stay tuned next Wednesday. call
0: and have the police department there ahead of time.
2: Just on standby. <laughs> yes. Y'all may want to stick around. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be getting a
0: call from your lawyer. She needs bail money.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If I need bail money, I ain't calling you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't do that. No. We'll put up a GoFundMe. We'll get you out of jail. (laughs)
2: Thank you. That's so sweet.
0: (laughs) Hey, in Oregon over the weekend, I got a couple good news stories for you. Uh, In Oregon over the weekend, Doug Calvert and his wife were on a hike in a state park. And they started, you know, they they were hiking along. And all of a sudden, this mule comes walking towards them on the trail. And the mule got to them, of course, that's not something you see every day, right? The mule got to them, was wearing a saddle, and the mule turned around and walked in the other direction, and kept looking back to see if they were following the mule. And they figured out pretty quickly the mule wanted them to follow. After about a half a mile of following the mule, they came upon an injured man. Apparently, it was a 60-year-old man riding his mule on the trail, and he got dumped and hurt himself. And the mule went to get help. <laughs> so, found these Mules hikers. that's are ridiculous.
2: That's I, so, I, I believe every every it's inch true of that story. no
0: it's true they it's, they they had a press conference with the uh, sheriff's department everything um so and but the mule then took off apparently the mule went and got help and then booked into the woods. Uh, so they got the rider help, they got the rider out of there, but the mule was still missing, so a call went He's out. He's like,
2: I did my job, I'm free now! <laughs> yeah, I'm free.
0: But uh, a call went out, and apparently this mom and daughter headed over with their horse trailer and their horses, and went out to find the mule, and found the mule half a mile, they found the mule it had gotten hung up, it's uh, uh, reins had gotten hung up in a tree or something, so they freed the mule and they said it was really quiet, Put its head down and just followed him back, totally relaxed the rest of the way, and he was very gentle. So they got the mule, the rider was found, and the mule's a hero. So there you go. (laughs) That's a good story. Now, another good story... We all know how the queen loves her horses and how the most of the family have been into riding at one time or another. Well, Prince George and Princess Charlotte are also into riding now. Apparently in lockdown, because they've been in lockdown a lot there in England, they've been working on their riding skills. Now, they're really young. so uh, But the two Cambridge children have become avid riders, apparently, uh, and they're practicing a lot during lockdown, and they're looking forward, now that lockdown's ending, They're going to get to go to their grandma's. They're going to get to go to the Queen's. And the uh, grandma's looking forward to riding with them. So apparently they're all going to be riding together. And they've been riding uh, one of Zara Tindall's, uh, the Avenger's Shetland ponies.
2: Oh, God. Uh, Don't put them on a thoroughbred. Jesus. (laughs) Everybody will be dead.
0: And then they did get them. Apparently they had been begging. This shows you how... I love how they're raising these kids, how uh, William and Kate are raising these kids. They wanted their own ponies for a long time and didn't want to ride Zeros anymore. Um, they agreed to get them their own ponies, but they had to take care of them. They had to help out with the grooming, the mucking of the stalls, and everything, even though I'm sure they hit people. Um, but they they apparently had, were, had to be responsible for the ponies or they couldn't have them. So they have ponies now, and apparently they're helping to take care of them. Now, I... They're helping to take care of them, and your son getting a pony and helping to take care of them probably are two different things. But, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, so very there different. you go. We have future and the ponies
2: are probably different too.
0: future inventors up and coming there. Uh, and of course, uh, you know, William's big into the horses. He was he's a polo player and everything else. Kate, apparently not so much into horses. She didn't really grow up. She's allergic, I believe. Yeah, right? she was allergic and she didn't grow up riding around horses, but she's all for them kind of continuing the family the The family tradition of being into horses, so there you go. There's my. just so you know family. that
2: William was just uh, voted the sexiest bald man oh, really in the world? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw that article. <laughs> I don't know when who did it, but he was just named the sexiest bald man. and apparently, there are a lot of people that are. Very unhappy about it, because there are a lot of other sexy bald men, including The Rock and other people like that, that are like, what? Yeah, but The Rock's not, been voted
0: sexiest man alive about a hundred times.
2: <laughs> so. The top five, they say, the top five follicly challenged men.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? This is wrong. Who did this? Okay, Mike Tyson, Jason <laughs> Statham, Vladimir Putin, and Patrick Stewart. The other top 10 were Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Bruce Willis, John Travolta, Floyd Mayweather, and Vin Diesel. I can get on board with about three of those.
0: <laughs> you
2: I'm not on board with Vladimir, Vladimir Putin? Putin. You know? <laughs> give me The Rock. Give me Vin Diesel. Give me John Travolta. Even Floyd Mayweather is a good-looking dude, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go with, with uh, Vladimir Putin or Mike Tyson. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> Face tattoos taking me right out. <laughs>
0: yeah, that does me too. I'm really into face tattoos. Uh, all right, let's. With, By the way, we see a lot of people in Florida oh, with face D- Dwayne tattoos. Dwayne
2: The Rock Johnson, by the way, tweeted How in the cinnamon toast F does this happen when Larry David clearly has a pulse? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny too.
0: <laughs> Larry David? I haven't seen him in a while uh all right let's do some study show i don't even have a bumper for study show i was looking around i was trying to remember if i had a bumper for study show and apparently i never did one so how how do you want to do it today do you want to guess the end or do you want me just to tell you what they are
2: so well, I'm going to make you guess the end of experts say. Okay. So study right, show bring it on. All
0: right, now I avoided every covid one, which meant I had to dig deep to find. I mean
2: down 10 pages <laughs> Yeah, Google. exactly. I
0: get you. Uh, show minimum wage would be how much per hour if it grew at the pace of CEO bonuses. So in other words, CEO bonuses are getting huge for these big companies. If minimum oh, okay. wage grew at the same rate, how much per hour would would you be making?
2: an hour.
0: $44.
2: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You know how much hamburgers would be at McDonald's if $44 (laughs) was the minimum wage?
0: True. Uh, CBD could be the key to treating...
2: Oh, everything. Uh,
0: Yeah, that's pretty much the answer. But this study said it could be the key to treating addiction, which... I didn't see that coming, actually.
2: Just replaced one with another. <laughs> another,
0: exactly. That's what I thought. I don't read the articles; so I just read the headlines. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Three new studies show... Oh, what's the one thing we have in the studies every time?
2: Coffee or wine.
0: And weight loss.
2: Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and
0: dieting. Loss. Three new studies show weight loss isn't all about...
2: Calorie consumption.
0: Close. Diet and exercise. Oh, really? (laughs) Apparently, it's not all about diet and exercise. So big surprise there. And by the way, we do studies show kind of making fun of the fact that people spend money on studies and lots of money on some of these studies.
2: I um I would like to actually agree that diet and exercise. As a forty-something-year-old now, I'm like, what is happening to my body? <laughs> <I'm>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> I do think there's a lot of hereditary stuff and gene gene um, stuff in. Don't say weight. that. I do think that. I believe that. Um, now this is a good one. This is a really good headline. Bald eagle populations are
2: on the rise.
0: Yes. Now, this title was Bald Eagle Populations are Soaring. Oh, bad
2: uh, <laughs> should, how did I not get that? We saw way, one here in Ocala the other just, day. the eagle just named the sexiest bald animal that there is.
0: <laughs> yeah, why wasn't that on the list? <laughs> <laughs> Do you see them there? We, we actually saw one in Ocala the other day.
2: I, I haven't seen one here, no.
0: Yeah? yeah, There are there's a lot of them in Florida now. Studies show people are smoking blank due to pen, the pandemic.
2: People are, well, it seems like I see everybody and their brother vaping, but that seems too real. Smoking grass.
0: No, well, that's true in most states right now. Uh, Studies show people are smoking more due to pandemic stress. Oh. I see a lot less people smoking. I don't see a lot of people smoking anymore.
2: They it just make where you now. go.
0: Yeah, they, you see a dollar people base. It's healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You
2: just listen to the next study show, probably. No, it's yeah. not help. Go ahead. By St- the way, send your complaints to Jennifer to Horse Radio Network.com. I'm a little sassy today. Yeah, it,
0: especially if you have a face tattoo and you're really mad at us now.
2: <laughs> you're bald with a face tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Send me nude photos.
0: <laughs> Studies show the judge. tart cherries
2: help Uh, with well I mean we haven't had one of these in a while but you know you're the ability to like no that's not it
0: (laughs) (laughs) studies show that tart cherries help recovery after after exercise
2: oh I cherry. I do like cherries too
0: I do like cherries I do like cherries a lot of people can't yeah not the
2: ones in the jar Glenn with the little oh no I I don't like
0: those at all Jennifer has to eat mine when we get them on ice cream I can't do I can't do those those are maraschino cherries completely different yes Uh, I don't have a study in maraschino cherries, although if I looked for a heart, I could probably find one. And not to disappoint you, we have coffee.
2: Okay.
0: Coffee can help people blank and burn more fat. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> coffee can help people exercise harder and longer and burn more fat. God, so coffee has helped you, has hurt you. You've died from drinking coffee. I mean, Coffee. There's been a study that said coffee has done everything in life, that's good or bad.
2: I found a study on maraschino cherries. If you're interested, oh yeah, what
0: was it? Was it good?
2: Uh yeah. Number one, they're very low in nutrients. Uh, number <laughs> two, they're very processed. Uh, number three. Very high in added sugar. Number four, generally packed in syrup. Number five, may cause allergic reactions or behavioral changes. Number six, (laughs) may increase your risk of bladder cancer. Have I done enough? What behavioral (laughs) change would a maraschino cherry cause? Don't eat them. Basically, I'd say you're probably good. Don't let Jennifer eat them either.
0: You know, I came across this next study, and studies show five drinks that can shorten your life. I had to look. I actually had to break my own rule because um. I wanted to see what the five drinks were. Guess what number one is?
2: Um, Some sort of alcoholic drink. No, or coffee. Coffee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> coffee,
2: that's correct.
0: Now, it's, coffee can help you exercise and lose weight and everything, but apparently it's going to kill you about 10 years younger. Soda was number two. Well, soda's been, you know, that's been on the list for a long time. Energy drinks, another one. Uh, alcohol was on the list, number four. And then number five, I totally disagree with, and I think they are nuts.
2: Kale, process, pressed kale.
0: No. Five <laughs> drinks that can shorten your life. And number five on the list was milkshakes. They are good for you.
2: <laughs> there is nothing
0: wrong with a milkshake.
2: Just don't get them McDonald's <sighs> put like so oil in that. it or something. <laughs> Gross. I'm so don't... mad about
0: that. <laughs> There was an interesting study I actually did read. This is the last one. Uh, The study just came out, and it was done by researchers at Carleton University, Michigan State University, and Colorado State University. And this is why horse people tend to be a happier group, I think. Unless you read the forums, then they don't sound happy at all. But um, they tend to be a happier group. And it was a study that showed natural sounds can improve your health. That uh, nature sounds, they actually did this study over a long period of time, and they found that high levels of nature sounds and low levels of artificial ones like traffic and man-made noise improved your health, decreased pain, improved your mood, enhanced cognitive performance, increased positive emotions, and lowered your stress.
2: I feel like that is a waste of money. <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Anybody listening to the show knows that.
0: Yes. And the two things they highlighted were the sound of water. Like we all know the sound of a stream or the ocean makes you feel better, right? And then the other one was birds singing. We're, we're, that's really good for you.
2: Unless they're doves and they're. <laughs> or their what face is that bird that chimney. you had
0: that was annoying as heck that Wendy had? The has? doves. No, no, no. The, what were they, they? The other kind of bird um, that makes that loud noise. You got rid of them. Can't remember the name.
2: Oh, I'm drawing a blank if it's not doves, because they used to fly up on our chimney, and my chimney, we had the, the fireplace. No, you own these. The they bedroom. kind of are
0: chicken-like. They look like... Uh, zy- oh,
2: guineas. Guinea oh, hens, God. yes. <laughs> Again, I know those of you who are going to complain, but those are the worst (laughs) creatures ever. Dr. Wendy Ying is the one who's like, you need to get guineas. So I got guineas. Oh, my God. I wanted, like, I almost got divorced. (laughs) Yeah, that did not
0: improve your mood.
2: (laughs) We just fought all the time. And, like, we got rid of the guineas and we're best friends again. Yeah,
0: that did not improve your mood at all. (laughs) Not at all. Well, Stateline Tech is the sponsor of our show. And if you go to Stateline Tech right now, first of all, they still have their 20 to 30% off for orders over $129. Check that out in tiny print at the top of the page. Don't miss that. Also, um, they have all kinds of stuff for mud. It's getting to be mud season. Did you see this flooding they're having in Tennessee? The whole state's underwater. It's terrible. And when that flooding resides, you're going to have... a ton of mud. And they have a whole bunch of products right now. Some of them on sale. They have grooming and bathing tools, shampoos and conditioners, liniments, bandages, and wipes. But they also have gloves and muck boots. They have nine pages of muck boots. First of all, who knew there were like nine pages of muck boots? But you can find them all there at statelinetact.com, Every and kind of muck boot imaginable.
2: We talked on Retired Racehorse Radio. We have Leandra come on from New Vocations, and she gives us like a training tip. Well, this time I'm like, okay, Leandra you have all these thoroughbreds that are shedding out and I have to, I have Drax who you could take a, a pitchfork and like scratch him with it to get his hair. I would like, love it. And then you've got Parker, my gray horse who like hates being groomed. Everything is just awful. So I said, what do you do about those types of horses? And she said, well, obviously the tiger tongue. And I was like, What what? the tiger tongue? Have you ever heard of this? No. The tiger tongue. State line tack has it. Type in tiger tongue. Okay. It is a like sponge brush thing and for getting like the mud off of him and the hair off of him, it's the softest, most delightful, like it's like a, it's like a sponge, but don't Google tiger tongue because just don't. But if you want to just go to Stateline Tack and type in Tiger Tongue, they're literally $8. Is it like rough? Sta- it's squishy and it's like, but it's abrasive, but when you push on it, it just, psh, just squishes it doesn't down. It's not like steel it's,
0: wool, huh? It's not like no, a steel wool. No, kind of
2: it's awesome. <laughs> For those of you who have sensitive horses, get a Tiger Tongue. Oh my gosh. Oh, a puts
0: this out. They make good products. Yes, yeah. it's
2: amazing. I, I just got mine in because she swore That's up the down about it. And it's eight dollars and twenty one cents yeah. currently. I, I, yeah, that's a that's a good deal. Um, so check it out, Tiger's Tongue. Huh?
0: Never Again, heard of Don't it. Google it. But There's yeah, endorsement of the tech. day right there. State line Tech. State Line Tech. <laughs> <laughs> check it out today. Where well, we're excited to have one of our old friends on here right now. His name is Frankie Lovato. Hi, Frankie.
3: Good morning. Uh, hi, Glenn. Hi, Jamie. How you guys doing? Good. Hello. So good to hear
0: your voice again. Now, if, for those that don't <laughs> know, Frankie you. was a jockey for a very long time, rode like 70,000 races, um, <laughs> won like 60,000 of them. You know, he's a multimillionaire, <laughs> lives there in Ohio. And but he has this great product called the Equisizer, which we were introduced to before we even started the show years ago, uh, and we just wanted to catch up with you, Frankie, and see how things are going with the Equisizer business. Maybe introduce it to a new audience that hasn't heard about it before, and uh, see see how things are sure. in Ohio. <laughs>
3: well, things are lovely here in Ohio. Um, uh, life has been been very kind to me um, over these last few years, but. Yeah, the Equicizer, um, you know, the, the, it's, it's been, it's been out there for many years. I've been making these horses for starting horse racing and then turned into, um, the therapeutic riding programs, which now is equine assisted services, which is the proper name for the type of, uh, the, the therapeutic riding that, um, and, and equine assisted therapies, um, that became a, a part of the, of the Equicizer world. And then, um, Average riders, riders, uh, you know, just looking for that solution. Um, for me, I, I started this because I was injured and I needed rehab. And there's nothing that you can simulate riding a horse on. There's nothing. <laughs> I mean, you could try a barrel, but you know, it's you need something a little bit more. Um, and 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 that's what I you know started. And and it's the Equicizer has been. I mean, I've been doing this for 30 years now. I was actually thinking about that. How long? 30 years. 30 years? 30 years to, I didn't realize yeah. that. Half of that I was still trying to maintain a career in racing <laughs> as a jockey.
0: Yeah, those 70,000 so. races took a while.
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be exaggerating a little bit
0: <laughs> just
2: a touch now yeah. for those who are like e- Equicizer I feel like I've seen that before if they ever watched the movie Sea Biscuit, they used the Equicizer in the close ups so yeah. lots of famous people have written them including I remember seeing this Ellen DeGeneres and Nacho Figu- Figures uh, the polo player yeah. gave her a polo lesson and yeah. the Equisizers were used in Ellen. Now, did you take those to them and get to meet them?
3: I, I didn't, um, but I do. I do have a, a funny story to all this. They, I had one of the producers contact me and said, "Hey, we want to do this bit on Ellen, and um, can we get a couple of Equisizers like by the weekend?" And, um, and and I'm like backordered for you know two months, and I was like, "Well, we don't quite operate that way." Um, but let me see what I can do, and so I called my buddy Mike Smith, I don't know if you ever heard of him, he's a triple Whatever, winning jockey, <laughs> you know, name dropping here yeah. and there, but um, I called I called Mike Smith and I said, Mike, I got this situation, and, and then there's a, a young um, little superstar named Drayden Van Dyke, uh, I sent him an Equisizer um, right about that same time, and, and Mike had his, and and I asked, uh, is there any chance that I could borrow your Equisizers for this Ellen show? And we made it happen. Um, and they, they got on the show, and it was a bit—it was a fun—it was a charity uh, thing with Nacho Figueroa, the, the famous polo player, and I guess the face of polo. Um, he's the face the, of
2: my the, life. He's the <laughs> face of every
0: woman's life. What are you talking yes. about, Frank?
2: Come on. I, don't, I, I didn't know
3: the guy. So, um, <clears throat> but apparently, he's, he's well-known and loved him. And, um, so they did the bit and and um and that was that was the equisizer I made for Mike Smith was Zenyatta. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the Zenyatta equisizer and then Drayden Van Dyke's equisizer and, and it was a it was a fun bit. But what I learned is the producer had sent me a couple of photos backstage and stuff, not with Ellen on it, but what I was told that whenever they were going to commercial or when they were in breaks and stuff. That Ellen kept riding the Equisize and says, "I love this thing. I got to get one for
1: her wife,"
3: <laughs> which she didn't order, at least as far as I know. Because sometimes I get orders. I don't know. It's a little gray who's ordering them. <laughs> 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 but
2: um, yeah, Porsche apparently- De Rossi would have been the name on the order, uh, just in case you were wondering, Porsche. I could-
3: of
0: course,
2: yeah, that's right. Of course, yeah. I, sh-
0: I should write that down. <laughs> yeah, just and, in case. Um, just <laughs> oh, in they case, have people but, uh, that order for them. There would be a person that would order.
3: Yeah. yeah. I've had a couple of those, that you don't know who who exactly is the the name behind the actual.
0: <laughs> it's funny because my <laughs> brother's in going, the sign yeah. business, and he gets orders sometimes where they're, it's a little mysterious, and then he, he digs and digs and digs and finds out it's some billionaire for their farm or something, you know? Yeah, uh,
3: yeah yeah same here.
0: well
2: it it also was used in if you guys haven't watched this movie, it's called Ride Like a Girl. and that movie was miraculous it is such Great a movie. wonderful film. and yeah, uh, absolutely true story, yeah, absolute true story about a- Australian jockey Michelle Payne, and uh, oh my gosh. So how'd you get involved yeah. with that?
3: So that that that's a, that's another fun story. Um I had no idea, right? So, um, I've heard of Michelle Payne. She she was the only female jockey in Australia to win the Melbourne Cup. Um, I didn't know.
2: Spoiler this. alert! <laughs> it's kind of it's <laughs> out there now. I
1: think.
2: <laughs> I apologize. That's not I a secret. <laughs> it's okay.
3: It, it's it's a great movie, and so um, my my it, this is how I found out about it. Um, my daughter sends sends dad. She goes. I just saw the Equicizer in this movie called Ride Like a Girl, and I'm like, what? So she sent me a screenshot, um, and I was like, holy smokes. And and it wasn't, I guess at the time it was still, um, it wasn't easy to get. Now you you can watch it on several different platforms, but um, I highly recommend it. Um, The Equicizer, I'm like, wow. So I started Googling Michelle Payne and the Equicizer, and I found a beautiful photograph of her on an Equicizer I made 20 years ago. Wow. Um, that's how long yeah, these things last.
0: I, they last longer than our horses. <laughs> that's for sure.
3: <laughs> yeah. And and then I found out that the actress that played her, um, and I'm like, Jamie, are you good with names? Palmer, <laughs> Teresa Palmer, I think, or somebody like that, um, that yeah. uh, she also used it to help her train um, – to learn how to be a jockey. Kind of same thing as Toby Maguire and Seabiscuit. Now, do you get um, royalty
0: checks when they show up on screen? Do you get a royalty check?
3: Um, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be taking our calls if yeah. he did. <laughs> it, Teresa yeah. Palmer, you're right.
3: True story. I'd be like, Glenn who?
2: <laughs>
3: Busy over here. But um, seriously, um, no, I'm just, I'm just very honored and proud that the Equisizer is just it 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 keeps surfacing and things that I have no idea that's going on out there. and And I hear some great stories, and you know that's not, not necessarily movies or or um, television, but people's private stories, personal stories that um, it just it really makes me very proud of of this and keeps me knowing that i was meant to do this so (laughs) and
0: if you're still wondering what it is go to exerciser.com it's better to look at them than to try and describe them i assume you know we were just talking about this earlier in the show we've been shocked when when covid first started a year ago we said oh this industry is going down the tubes that industry going down the tubes and we were shocked like you can't buy a camper in this country uh you know carriages are selling out like crazy did you get busier
3: well, it, it, this is how it went for me. I, I, um, I had I had pl- had orders in the queue. Things were going smoothly, and when COVID hit, my phone stopped ringing and there was no emails. And I had two um, two customers that pulled their orders um, because they were worried about uh, besides COVID, they were worried about their livelihood and if they could afford yeah, um yeah. you know, they're just just having their you know their normal way of life and and so I was I was prepared for the worst and then um, then my phone started ringing and my email started piling up and I've never been busier <laughs> I've, I've never had this many um, orders in the queue horses I'm building as fast as I can for people um, so I've been blessed I've been one of those fortunate companies like the you know campers or boats or <laughs> people are you know, they're 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 looking at their bucket list and saying, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want well, to do that. What's all the money and, we or... save from
0: not eating out? <laughs> that's,
3: <what's funny>. <laughs> <laughs> right. that's that's true as well. <clears throat> so many different scenarios, um, but it's you know, it goes back to you know, your people are looking for options, and and uh, this is an option. You know, this is if they can't get to the barn, they can't ride their horse enough, or um they they need to get back in shape or uh you know they just this is the option so are you uh, still doing
0: the faces now you you in the past you you would make the horses yeah. faces unique and then you would also paint them uniquely are you still doing that
3: I still am yeah so i make i make two models one is is pretty much the you know for people that aren't really interested in getting into the fluffy of part of it, you know, because some people just want the exercise or, or whatever they're trying to uh, use the Equisizer for, the function, um, and then there's the other people that want the elite, which is the ones, I, I hand-carve all the faces, but I also uh, hand-paint them and finish them, and people will send me photographs of their their beloved horse, um, maybe one they still have, and maybe one that passed, or a childhood dream, uh, so I get all kinds of scenarios like that, That's and, and so I, cool. I do it all myself.
2: I'm still waiting yeah. on my zenyata, whatever. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time. Good. Apparently Mike Smith well, you, got it. You <laughs> can call Mike
3: Smith yeah. and see what, if he'll budge. And he and order a new one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she still hasn't forgiven Mike for losing that race. She still hasn't forgiven him. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. <laughs> poor Mike. Oh, don't
2: you feel sorry for that guy? Oh, All the winning he's done, and
0: one race she never forgives him for. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sure he can, he can take it. <laughs> the Frank, treat before, Frankie,
0: before we run out of time, tell you used, you were doing a thing last time I talked to you, and, and it, it's been a while, but you were doing a thing called Jockey World. And you were trying to help yes. new and aspiring kids who wanted to be jockeys. Uh, and by the way, i got to tell you this story. Last week and this week, we had on one of our longtime listeners who just did her first rides she just got her card she wrote her first three races and we had her on before the races and after wow. her, and we thought about you and we thought how cool is that that uh, you know there there's still these people coming up that want to become jockeys
3: yeah yeah and yeah it's, it's, it's uh, so what you're referring to is I started an organization it's a non-profit um, I started about 10 years ago officially and uh, it was an organization that its mission is to help you educate youth Um and and get them started, give them kind of like a little bit of a um, a head start on gaining good information. Um, and, and, and in racing, in horse racing, especially here in America, we're, we're kind of like a free-for-all. If a kid wants to get started in racing, they don't know where to go or they don't know how to get started or they don't know. Um, it, it, there's not like a – other than the, um, the North American Racing Academy in, in Lexington, it's the only college that I know of that – that helps kids learn properly uh, how to get into racing and ride, um, and and that's difficult to get into. And, and I shouldn't put words. I, I haven't been up to date on, on on them on what they're doing. But but my organization was Easy Access. I mean, you could you could learn off your you could sign up and get get on the website. There's all kinds of information you can get off your phone, your computer, um, and it, it's, uh, it's, it's information that's coming directly from me and other experts in racing that have a good heart, that really want to see our youth on a, on a safe path into horse racing. So that's what Jockey World is.
0: And you can still find it. There's a lot of good information on there. It's jockeyworld.org is where you can find that. Frankie, thank yeah. you so much for joining us again. It's Equicizer.com, right? That's E-Q-U-I-C-I-Z-E-R. Did I spell it right? Yes. Okay, good.
3: You did. <laughs> okay, good. You did. And I know it's tough to spell, so I've actually got the domain names with it spelled a few other ways. <laughs> All the wrong ways. <laughs> yes, yeah, the wrong ways, it'll still get them I there, still want to put an S yeah. in
0: it I, instead of a Z. I still want to do that. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you. Thanks a bunch for joining us, and it's so good to hear your voice, and I'm so glad business is going well, and hopefully we'll get up to thank Ohio you. to visit you one of these days.
3: Yes, thank you, and, and and thanks for having me, guys, and great great talking to you.
0: All right, bye, Frankie. Thanks,
3: Frank. Okay, bye-bye.
0: Well, there you go, Frankie Lovato. I know longtime listeners will be happy to hear his voice again. So, And I, I was wondering if his business took off like everybody else's during COVID, apparently it did. So that's very. Some cool. people's
2: did, some people's didn't. Yeah, so it's so
0: weird, it's so weird. But yeah, so good job, Frankie. Well, we have some uh, news to do. But before I do that, you know, Equiderma is one of our sponsors, and the lady who runs Equiderma's name is Bethany, <clears throat> and she had her pickup truck stolen out of her driveway last night at her at house, oh. and it has Equiderma all over it. You know, you know what a wrap is? You know where they wrap mm-hmm. it completely with the pr- product name and stuff. This whole truck is wrapped in equiderma. So she she put out an announcement this morning to keep an eye out. If you live in Florida, to keep an eye out for the equiderma truck because uh, she didn't have it anymore. (laughs) So, man, I know it was right out of her driveway. (laughs) You know, we live in the country, we don't lock our cars, but God, maybe we should. I don't know. You don't lock your cars, do you?
2: You know what? I have a husband who is like meticulous about Uh, all that stuff. What's it drives like? me crazy. He
0: makes sure he does.
2: Because <laughs> I'll go like to get some out of the truck because the truck's parked down by the barn. And I go to get some out of the truck and I'm like, Always
0: <laughs> I know, I have that problem too. When I lock them occasionally, when I'm feeling paranoid, Jennifer does that. Goes out to the car and then yells at me. So <laughs> I do lock the camper though. For some reason, I don't lock the cars, but I lock the camper. I don't know why.
2: Well, I, you don't want squatters sometimes. I don't
0: want squatters, right. Because once, once they start squatting, you can't get them out. They're in there for life. Let's do some weird news. Time to learn why some days you're embarrassed to be part of the human race in Jamie's Weird News.
2: Uh, I, where did we decide Roseburg is? I think it was Roseburg. Oregon. Roseburg is... Oregon. Okay. Row, we're going to go to Oregon for the first weird news. By the way, I would like to thank all of the submitters. You guys are really having a lot of fun with this. Danielle, Rochelle, Glenn, Sandy, and Matt were sampling from your stories, although there were more. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, but let's start with. Roseburg police at 4 PM, 4 PM, you know, not usually a witching hour, uh, responded to the Kentucky fried chicken on West Harvard. Um, they were concerned about the way that, uh, David Miller was behaving. 46 year old David Miller, the police showed up, uh, after being called and David Miller took off and he goes high tailing out of there. Well, the reason the police were called was David Miller got up to the KFC window and apparently was unhappy with the prices of the chicken at KFC. Apparently they had to up it. Cause you know, everything's all the gotten of,
0: more expensive.
2: Everything's gotten more expensive yeah. and he was uh, unhappy. And apparently he pulled a gun out and <laughs> held it up at the uh, KFC employee. So they called the police. Well, he took off and um, but the police finally caught him. He had two firearms inside the vehicle and a passenger That was passed out. You know what you do at 4 p.m. when you pass out? Go get yourself some chicken.
0: It was 3 in the morning. I mean, what do you want?
2: It was 4 in the afternoon. Oh, okay.
0: (laughs) I was going to say Taco Bell was closed.
2: Yeah, exactly. Now, remember, I don't like to identify who sent which story because I don't want people to know where other people are getting their news from. But I got to call you out. Glenn sent me this one this morning. And uh, why you're searching a website called CowboyStateDaily.com. I was on
0: on my Google Alerts for horse. (laughs) Yeah, sure
2: it was. We're going to head up to Bozeman, Montana, where a video of a man riding a horse through a convenience store. In Montana, he literally goes through the automatic doors on the horse and makes his way through the entire store. The reason this is a weird news story, nobody cared.
0: <laughs> it is Montana.
2: <laughs> nobody cared. However, the police did say, uh, and the, the organization said, uh, we would be glad to welcome you back, sir, but nah, ready, all, ready for this? But next time, no horsing around, please. It looks like a healthy horse. Must be on a stable diet, but nobody asked him why he had such a long face. Uh, hey! boom, boom. <laughs> Next one. This is the feel good story of the day. And actually I've been sent this by several people. So thank you very much. But did you hear the story about the stray dog and dollar general? And I think it was no. North Carolina. No. Oh was my
0: riding God. Riding a horse
2: dollar general in North Carolina. It's a lab. It looks like a lab pit bull mix, yellow dog. And apparently he kept, whenever anybody would come out of the dollar general, he would run into the dollar general, run directly over to where the stuffed animals are. And he would grab this giant purple unicorn and (laughs) steal it. And they're like, Hey, Give us our unicorn back. So he would, they would take it from the dog and put it back on the shelf. Why wouldn't you, Dollar General, just throw that yeah. slobbery thing back <laughs> yeah, on the shelf?
0: That's what I was thinking.
2: And then they would kick the dog out. And then somebody else would come, and he would run back in directly to the aisle, and he would not take any other purple unicorn, just the same unicorn. This happened five times, Glenn. The dog <laughs> ran into the Dollar General and took off the shelf the exact purple unicorn. And it's it's kind of almost the size of him. It's pretty big. You can just Google anything to do with this and you'll see it. So he basically would walk in the store, run to the unicorn, get it. He did it four or five times before they locked the door and they called animal control. Animal control officer Samantha Lane, an eight-year veteran, shows up to pick up the dog. And she picks up the dog. And she buys him the unicorn. I was going
0: to say, why didn't they just give him the unicorn? He would have (laughs) disappeared.
2: They gave him, basically, instead of throwing him in the back of the truck, she arrives, sees the dog standing in the parking lot, waiting for his chance to get back in. (laughs) She went in and bought the unicorn for him, put it on the front seat of her truck, and the dog popped right into the (laughs) front of the truck. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: he didn't have to it, go to doggy jail, or did he end up going he, to doggy jail?
2: Well, he ended up going to going to the the shelter, and because it went viral. He's been adopted oh, with yes. his unicorn. With his this unicorn. Is, it's yeah. all the pictures of him. I mean, he like legit loves this thing. This is like a one-year-old dog. Hasn't ripped it up or anything. He just snuggles with it. It's so <laughs> cute. I
0: love it. Now, oh if your dog, Pickles, our dog, if the, our dog was fronting into to the Dollar General, it would not be grabbing a unicorn. It would be hitting the candy aisle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: She likes the food. Huh? Yeah, yeah, she likes sweets.
0: She would be hitting the candy did, aisle.
2: This <laughs> dog took nothing but this one particular unicorn. Isn't that funny? So I don't know. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was hers. Damn it. Yeah, she that's was right. It's my unicorn.
0: Hit. And what a smart animal control person.
2: Aw, that yeah. and that's sweet. And so, anyway, Dollar General, since then, the update is Dollar General has donated to the, the shelter. Made a donation, gave something to the officer and also to the people that adopted the dog.
0: Yay! And has a new line of animal toys coming out, all shaped like unicorns. Exactly.
2: (laughs) 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 We're going to head to Canada this time. Jen Abbott was posting photos. She was in the subway station, the Royal York subway station. And she looked over and she said she was half asleep. And she notices somebody dropped a hat, and this is in the subway in Canada. And then the hat started to move. Oh no! So I knew it was an animal, and I thought, well, that's too big to be a rat. It must be a groundhog. Nope, that's a beaver. (laughs) There's a beaver (laughs) in the subway. In the subway, she took pictures of it and everything. You can find that on globalnews.ca. That's Canada. Uh, That's funny. It is a big old beaver. She said she recognized it because the, she said she recognized it from the back of their nickel. I guess it's a beaver. <laughs> That's all she recognized it. <laughs> Again, for those of you who do quality check at these stories, these are all true. I cannot make these things up. All right. Final one. I saved the best for last. Glenn, why don't you tell everybody where we're going to head?
0: Florida. <laughs>
2: Got it. A bald we man with going... a tattooed
0: face did what?
2: No. no. It's completely oh. different, but it does involve a naked woman. We're going <laughs> to go to Delray it's Beach, It's either a bald Florida. man or
0: a naked woman in Florida. One or the other. <laughs> it
2: could be a naked man or a bald woman. It's going to be some <laughs> sort of something like that. Uh, fire rescue crews in Delray Beach were called to the intersection of West Atlantic Avenue and Southwest 11th Avenue just before 9 a.m. after reports that there was a woman stuck in the drain. <laughs> Underground. Oh, police identified the woman as Lindsay Kennedy of Delray Beach, who had been reported missing by her boyfriend three weeks earlier. Did he flush her? How did he get down? She get down there. Crews were able to extract Kennedy from the drain and transported her to Delray Beach and treated her for dehydration. She says. <laughs> Yeah, you got to hear what she says and then what her mama says, okay? (laughs) okay? Kennedy told police she went for a swim on March 3rd in a canal near her boyfriend's home and their apartment complex. That's three miles away from where she was found. The woman said while swimming, she came across a doorway near a shallow part of the canal, which she entered and then found a tunnel. And because of her curiosity, Kennedy didn't yeah, of course. the tunnel. Yeah, we
0: all do that. To-
2: where there's freaking alligators. Um, Not to mention you're in the sewers, <laughs> yes. which led to multiple other tunnels, causing her to become lost. She told police she walked around the labyrinth of tunnels for about three weeks before spotting some light and <laughs> saw people walking past her, prompting her to sit in that location and call out, Help, I'm John
1: mm, in the train. Mm-hmm.
2: And oh my God, three weeks. What did she survive on? Do we even want to know? I don't wanna know. Um, but Kennedy's mother was later contacted and notified, hey, we found your missing daughter. And do you know what the mother told police? <laughs> Put her back. <laughs> Practically, she told police that Kennedy does have a history of mental illness and is a frequent user of illegal narcotics. Yeah,
0: that's what <laughs> I was going to guess. Drugs or alcohol involved. In that.
2: uh, obviously, that's the a three-week
0: bender, though. That's a long one.
2: Kennedy has a history of making bad quote making bad decisions when she is high on drugs, according to the police report. She has been released from the hospital and is recovering at home. Three weeks.
0: Okay. What? So, is he taking her back, the boyfriend?
2: Oh, you know what? There is That is where the update ends, my friend. <laughs> so, and we're I speculating, is he taking
0: her back? I bet he's taking her back.
2: I bet he's high on drugs, too. Yeah, though. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> All of that. There you go. There's your weird news for the week. You guys, if you find any stories in your news aggregators and you're like, hey, that... Seems very weird. Email it to jamie at horseradionetwork.com. All
0: right, coming up next, one of the auditors recently posted in the auditor room the last couple of days that they had a horse that had, was heavy, had heaves, and what to do about it. So I looked through the archives, or actually Jennifer did, and found that we had spoken to Dr. Shava of Haggard Vet Center there in Kentucky, and we had talked about heaves, and I thought, well, it's been a long time since we talked about that, so... Here is what we talked about uh, a few years ago about heaves.
2: It's time for the Horses in the Morning Horse Health Report, when our intrepid hosts, together with an unlucky member of the equine veterinary trade, attempt to inform, enlighten, or terrify horse owners everywhere into funding a Kickstarter campaign to mass-produce Kevlar-coated, wrap lined equine products. And we've got Dr. Jeremy Shaba in to talk to us about COPD, which is, well, I'll let him describe it. Good morning, doctor.
1: Good morning. How are you guys doing?
2: Great. Did I, did I say it right, Shaba?
1: Yep. Yeah, that's correct.
2: I never I don't know, you know, you're in Kentucky. It could be Shaba, who knows
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's true. Uh, it's
2: Kentucky. So yeah. so we're going to talk a little bit today about COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, also known as heaves, kind of the layman's term, or broken wind. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about COPD. What is it?
1: Cool. So COPD is actually a common misnomer. That's how it, it used to be called COPD, but now um, airway disease or this particular type of airway disease in the horse is classified as equine asthma syndrome. And there's kind of a spectrum on that. And the COPD or heaves that that people commonly think of is at the severe end of that spectrum. So that's commonly referred to now as severe equine asthma. Um, it's a chronic, non-infectious condition of and of the lower airways, and it's typically characterized by bronchoconstriction. So your bronchioles are the lower parts of your airways, um, increased mucus secretion, and airway obstruction. So usually we see this in horses that are older than seven years old. Um, the clients often complain of regular coughing, exercise intolerance, uh, increased respiratory effort at rest. They oftentimes have such a difficult time breathing that they develop a heave line, uh, so their muscles in their abdomen become hypertrophy because they are working so hard at breathing. Um, and it involves a, this disease involves a number of factors. Um, there's a genetic predisposition. Um, oftentimes, uh, horses have ineffective lung clearance, so they're not able to get out all the mucus and um, dust and pollen that they're inhaling and then the oftentimes the inciting agent or the cause of this disease are inhalation of mold mold spores and pollen and dust that are found in hay moldy hay and and dusty bedding
2: so you said moldy hay but is there any hay has these bedding, these uh spores
1: um it it uh, mold and dusty spores can um, be found in any hay, but it's most commonly found in uh, like round bales are often uh, very, very bad for horse with, horses with heaves, and they often get really bad uh, exacerbations of the disease from eating round bales. Um, usually alfalfa hays are a lot better than grass hays for horses with heaves, but okay. um, hay in general, all hay in general has these, have these spores.
2: This sounds like something that's really easy to deal with. It's only in hay and bedding. I mean, jeez, that sounds tough. Yeah. So, yeah, how so, you, so, how do you how do you manage so, it then? Sorry.
1: Yeah, well, first I'd like to talk a little bit about diagnostics because um, when you call your vet out, there's a couple of things that that we can do to to check and see if this this disease is really what's going on. Um, a proper physical exam is really important. Some blood work is important, and getting a really good listen to your horse's lungs and and evaluating your horse. But there's also a procedure called a bronchoalveolar lavage where you stick a tube all the way into your horse. Your vet sticks a tube all the way into the horse's lungs and uh, squirts in some fluid and then sucks all that fluid back out. And then we look at it under a microscope. And based on what um, what kind of cells are in that fluid, we can make a, a better diagnosis of what's going on with your horse's lungs.
2: So what type of cells would you be looking t- for in in a bronchial lavage? What, what What's different?
1: Uh, with, with this disease, oftentimes we see an increase in neutrophils and eosinophils and mast cells. Eosinophils are um, cells that are often seen in response to allergy, so that's kind of um, that's kind of a, a pretty common finding in, in these lavage samples as well.
2: So, are there ways to do allergy testing once you realize this? Like, what part of the his day is what's causing the COPD, or uh, is there a is there a way to kind of break it down and really get to it, or is it an elimination process?
1: Yeah, yeah so the, the management of horses with, with this disease is the most important thing. There are drugs that we can use, but environmental management is the number one thing you can do. And oftentimes people can get their horses into complete remission just with environmental management. So we talked about the round bales earlier, so avoiding round bales. Um, keeping pet horses outside on pasture is probably the best thing you can do with fresh grass and you can supplement them with a complete pelleted feed if you need to um, if you do not everybody has access to fresh pasture so um, if you do need to supplement with hay um, soaking the hay is much greater than just wetting the hay because that wetting the hay doesn't really reduce the dust and mold spores so soaking or steaming the hay and then, like I said earlier, alfalfa hay has been shown to be a little bit better than grass hay in terms of the number of spores and, that are present.
3: Wow.
1: Uh, if you do have to keep your horse inside, um, you know, good pra- good stable practices are important. Making sure you have good ventilation in your barn. Making sure that um, if you can move your horse out, outside while you're cleaning stalls. Um, Sweeping the barn aisle. the dust and... Yeah, sweeping the barn out. All that stuff is going to increase the spores that are in the air that your horse are going to breathe in. Um, so so try to limit the exposure to your, what's key.
2: So pretty much if you're breathing in crap, they're breathing in crap. And, and their nostrils are bigger and more open. So you just kind of be, be smart about everything, really. Um, so is there a place in the country that this is more prevalent? You know, when I was a kid, it was always like, oh, if you have a horse with allergies, send it to Arizona. Well, I live in Arizona now, and my allergies are worse here than they ever were on the East Coast. So is there a place where it's not so bad, or is it more common in certain part of the country? Oh,
1: it's not. It's not as common on the, from my understanding, it's not as common on the western side of the country. Uh, it is very common in the east and the midwest. In the, um, and there's a variation of this disease that's associated with um, horses being outside on pasture in the summertime. And it's found in the southeastern U.S. And um, even if they're not eating hay, they're just outside on pasture all the time. And just eating pasture, they can still get a um, this disease and it's very it's seasonal and it's seen with increased heat and humidity and they're actually breathing in the mold spores and grass pollens, and that's what's causing this disease mm-hmm. um, but definitely midwest and eastern u s and southeastern see this disease quite a bit
2: so what is the medication that can be used to help if you're managing everything else and you're doing the best you can and you have to resort to a medication what What's the treatment?
1: So, so this disease um, can never be cured. It's just about um, managing it. it, it the, once a horse is diagnosed with this, they'll often always have this. But what can happen is, even if you're doing all the good management things, it can have acute flare up. So, if it's real, if they get exposed to some of this dust on a certain day, without you, without like, with um, without you intending for it to happen, or if it's a really hot day, um they can get flare-ups and get really have a really tough time breathing. So we can use anti-inflammatories like corticosteroids and we can use bronchodilators to kind of quiet the inflammation in the lung and help them breathe better and secrete that and kind of expel that mucus out.
2: Wonderful. Well, this is usually. A, you, go ahead, sorry.
1: Usually, usually we give this, we give those medications, um, orally or via injection, but, um, Oftentimes um we can use inhalers where we can aerosolize these medications and deliver them directly to the horse's lung, which makes it much more effective.
2: Fantastic. Well, this is great information. Where can people go to find out more or if they think their horse uh might have this? Is there a place they can go to for more information or is this just a call the vet thing?
1: I would um I would call the vet. There is um there has been a recent study that showed show that omega-3 fatty acids helps up, help um, help with preventing this, the, um, the severity of this disease. But if you have a horse with a chronic airway problem, coughing, exercise intolerance, um, you can do your reading online. But the best way to find out if your horse has this is to um, call your vet and have the proper diagnostics done.
2: Dr. Shaba, thank you so much for joining us. He's with Haggard Ecoin. We're going to hear from Haggard in just a second, but it's haggardecoin.com. And uh, you guys can find Dr. Shaba there. And if you need to, I guess, ask him any questions, you can just send him an email. It's on the website, right?
1: (laughs) Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much.
2: All right. Thanks, Dr.
0: Shaba. What did you learn today? We haven't done that in a while.
2: Oh, my gosh. What did I learn today? I learned all sorts of weird news things that yeah, I that's for studied sure. this morning. That's and actually, sure. I learned a little bit about Prince George and Princess Charlotte.
0: Yes, and, and that mules are smart. We learned yes. again that mules are smart. Join us tomorrow. We have tomorrow coming up is the...
2: You should have that. Driving episode.
0: That's right. It's a weird month because it's just a weird month how it falls. But we have the driving episode with Dr. Wendy tomorrow. And then on Friday, we're going to do some really bad ads. So join us for that. And Jamie can be found at?
2: Flyover farm. Jamie Jennings, certified Monty Roberts instructor. And hold
0: on, auditors. We have a post show. We're going to talk a little bit about brand slogans and what they should be in the real world. That's it for today, everybody.
2: Pay newer geld